Alright folks, the time is here. Super Bowl Sunday. The biggest game, the two best teams, two great quarterbacks, two head coaches with Hall of Fame thoughts in the future. Obviously, it's been a very tough year for, for, for the NFL and for this world. There's Somehow we got here, I don't know how, because we've dealt with, with COVID, this league has dealt with COVID, we had our moments, our tough moments, our horrible moments, but somehow we got all 256 games in and 12 playoff games to get to this point. So we can consider this probably the most successful season under the toughest circumstances we've ever been through in our entire lives. But obviously we are here ready to talk about the Super Bowl that will happen later tonight between Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for the first time ever, the actual home team will be hosting it in Tampa Bay since the game will be in Tampa. So at Raymond James Stadium, they're, I think this is the third time they're doing the Super Bowl. They did Super Bowl 34 or 35, and then they did Super Bowl 43. So, But obviously history will be made when, when Tampa Bay goes on the field as an actual home team. But obviously we'll see what happens here as Tom Brady continues his legacy why Patrick Mahomes continue to build towards that. So go ahead, your thoughts on this on this very important game tonight. Yeah, man, well, it's the uh it's the past versus the future, man. Brady versus Mahomes. You know? Um you look at these two teams and they got here different ways, man. Um the Bucks started off the season um they, they weren't looking too hot the first month or so in the season. Um, turned it up as, as the season progressed. They got better and better. Got in the playoffs as as a wild card team. They had to win um, um, three road games to get into the Super Bowl. Brady pulled it off. Meanwhile, the meanwhile the um, Chiefs, you know. They've pretty much been the number one team in the AFC all season. They um, they they really only lost like one game all year. That last game of the of the season, they, um, they they weren't even trying to win. So, you know, they really only lost one meaningful game all year. They've been the best team in in at least the AFC and possibly in football. They already beat the Bucks once here in Tampa. So they're looking to pull off a Tampa sweep here, and um, and um, we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, like I said, this season obviously has been interesting. Like I said, for Kansas, for Kansas City, they are the defending Super Bowl champs, trying to become the first team to repeat as champs since ironically Tom Brady did in his early years in New England back in the mid two thousands. And like I said, I mean. It's obvious how much Kansas City has had easy this year, even though they played a lot of very close games. They've been by far the they've been very, very successful in defending their their AFC run and hopefully it will result in a back to back championship Labari trophy for this franchise. And like I said, Patrick Mahomes is having you know, he didn't have a the he didn't even put up the all time great numbers, you know. He's not gonna be the league MVP this year, but 
you know, he, he's in contention for it, but obviously, you know, he's done a great job this year, and he's obviously has his team in the right situation. Like I say, he's got great weapons, and obviously Taysom, uh, not Taysom Hill, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in this league, you know. Obviously, they they try to run the ball a little better this year with the rookie Clyde Edward Tolaire. And he did and he did well at times. And obviously defensively, you know, why they're not the elite, they're not the greatest defense ever. Speed Stack Nolo has won Super Bowls in the past. He won one last year. You know, Tyron Matthew has done a great job this year. You know, he's been their elite defensive guy and has done an exceptional job. When you look at Tampa Bay, like I said, Tom Brady, this was the biggest risk of his entire career. He should have retired. If he retired in March last year, nobody would bat an eye and even question or really question what he did. He one team, one coach, and one system for twenty years. You know, not many people can say that in this in in this sport. But obviously, he he wanted to take the risk. He wanted to take that leap leap of faith to to join a new team with a new head coach and a new situation. And even though it wasn't easy, because he was in a division that he did not win and wasn't favored. And he had a head coach that wasn't a guy who would let him just go ahead and do what he wanted to do offensively. He he was an offensive guy, and, and he wanted to challenge Brady, which he did at times. But <clears throat> Brady, obviously, as the year went on, got more and more comfortable with what he had. And obviously, he brought back, you know, Rob Gronkowski, his longtime great tight end from New England, who unretired. And then, obviously, he brought in Antonio Brown, who late in the year started putting up numbers. So, But, obviously, he had Chris Godwin and, and, and Mike Evans, who's been one of the steady receivers in this league, who never got much recognition because he's been on very much bad teams and never made the postseason until Brady came down there. And, obviously, this defense has been one of the best defenses in the league. And they were the number one defense in 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 yards allowed this year. So, like I said, Devontae David and, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr., an impressive rookie, you know, and like I said, a lot of great guys. And Dominican Sue, you know, he he's looking for he's looking for his first ring. Like I said, the good veterans and guys have done their job this year. And like I said, it's gonna be an interesting game and like I said, what's funny about this game, this game already happened before this season, so, like I said, it's kind of a reverence of deja vu, if you ask me. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they played earlier in the year, um, obviously the Chiefs beat that, beat the Bucks, and ever since that game, the Bucks have, uh, they haven't lost since that game, so, they obviously, um, um, they obviously have stepped their game up since that point in time, so, um, obviously, they're going to be looking to um, get revenge. Obviously, Brady's going to be looking to get another Super Bowl ring, which you know he's getting he's getting up there in age, man. This could be his last shot. You know, we say that a lot, but you know he's only got another year or so left in this league, if that. So you know they're going to he's going to have to take advantage. He can't be turning the ball over like he did um, last week. Two weeks ago, I should say, and um, and yeah, he's just got he's got to take care of the ball. They obviously this team 
obviously has a ton of talent on that offensive side of the ball. But like you said, their defense is also tough. And um, and the defense, you know, they're not going to shut down Mahomes in that offense. But, you know, they're going to have to at least, at least contain them somewhat and maybe cause a couple turnovers, get a key sack here and there. And, you know, just uh, just keep the Chiefs from having one of those big quarters that they tend to have every, once, every game where they just they go berserk for a quarter. So, you know, that's, that's what Tampa's just going to have to play their game, man. And Brady's going to have to um, – they're just going to have to control the clock with Brady there. He, he, he doesn't need to take so many shots down the field like he tried to do the other week. Um just control the clock and keep moving the ball, keep putting up points, and go from there. But, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, like I said, these two teams met on Thanksgiving weekend, week 12. And, like I said, that was a game where the defense did not play at their best. Obviously, when you deal with the Rocket, you know you have to get on him early because he is very dangerous if he throws the ball and it connects. And Tyree Kill had one of the best first quarters a wide receiver has ever had. Seven catches for over 200 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. So that meant that he could have made if he if they couldn't stop him, he could have made he could have set record in that game. And that's something Kansas, I mean Tampa Bay has to think about, you know, defensively because that's going to be probably the toughest matchup. It's going to be the Rocket. And that and that tough offense against that hard that hard nosed defense and like I said you know we watched the the NFC Championship game and how Aaron Rodgers and how they question you know how they you know made him confused at times and that's something they're going to have to do they have to get on to him as well like I said he is a very difficult quarterback to sack he might be the most difficult quarterback to sack right now is Mahomes he's he's he's, he's got legs he knows how to use them. But he's more of a pocket guy. But unlike guys like Lamar Jackson, he can throw the ball very well. And that's wisely why they're in the position that they're in. Because he can do anything he wants when he's given the opportunity. But Patrick Mahomes is going to have a difficulty because he's going to lo- he lost his left tackle in the AFC Championship game in Eric Fisher. So, and another, and another old lineman is also going to be out for this game. So, it could be difficult for pass protection. So that could give someone like Levante David or Indomitian Sue a chance to to get a rush if if they can get if they can get towards him. But it's going to be difficult still, even though even though their O line won't be at a hundred percent. It's still going to be tough if if Mahomes can get the ball out to his receiver. And like I said, Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in this league. There's no doubt about it. He's he had an awesome year this year. He set the record for for most receiving yards of a tight end ever. And he's going to be tough to deal with, too. And like I said, it's going to be difficult. And and also the report that Sammy Watkins is also going to be activated. He hasn't played in several in several weeks, so he's going to be back in the lineup. And that's another and that's another tough weapon to deal with if you're if you're Tampa Bay. So like I said, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the def- how Tampa Bay's defense works in that situation in pat in, in, you know because if they're stopping if they're going to stop if they're going to stop Mahomes they're going to have to get a rush 
And that's going to be hard to do if he starts moving and moving around. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too, that Eric Fisher is going to be out for this game with a uh, torn Achilles. So, like I said, man, the, the, the Bucks D, they're not going to shut down Mahomes. You know, the Chiefs will get their points, but they got to come up with some opportuni- opportunistic plays, uh, some key sacks, and uh, they force a couple turnovers. And, um, and you know, just especially late in the game, man. Like, we obviously, a few years ago, when we watched the Eagles play the Patriots in the Super Bowl, the defense was bad, but they did come up with one huge play late in the game with that uh, strip sack on Brady by Brandon Graham. So, you know, they're going to need to come up with a big play later in that game if they want to win. And um, and that's going to be it. Now, I don't I don't think this is going to be that, that, that type of shootout like the that Eagles-Patriots game, but I do expect it to be a high-scoring game. So, Well, anything more than what we saw in Super Bowl 53, that was one of the worst offensive games we ever saw. <laughs> but, you know, but that's another story. But, like I said, I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Like I said, the over and under line is 56 and a half. So, they're expecting a lot of points. And obviously, if it's a blowout, then it's going to be one over the other. But when you look at what these two guys have done, like I said, Tom Brady, he's been there, done that in his career. You know, these are two quarterbacks who've already done everything you can do in this league. They've been league MVPs. They've been Super Bowl MVPs. So it's not nothing new. Obviously, the only big deal is, is that this is Bruce Arians' first Super Bowl as a head coach. And obviously, he should be lucky himself. Two years ago, he was retired doing television, doing football games on CBS. And then he took this Tampa Bay Bucks job, even though at the time he didn't even realize Tom Brady was going to be available the, the next offseason. And he lucked out big time. And that's another thing, because like I said, these are two head coaches that are proud play callers. We, we obviously here in Philly know very damn well about Andy Reid, Big Red, and what he's done over 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 time and he has obviously done a great job in Kansas City. He's done an exceptional job. He's done a better job there than he did here in Philly, to be honest with you. But obviously, you know, with Bruce Arians, he's a great play caller as well. And it's gonna be very interesting to see how how it, how they how they orchestrate their game plans and situations. I don't think that with Arians he's gonna argue with Brady like he has earlier like he did earlier in the season about which offensive playbook to use. Because Brady, obviously, when you're a great quarterback, like a t- like Brady, like Peyton Manning, like Brett Favre, and even Drew Brees, they, you kind of build yourself a playbook yourself and an offensive setup that works for you. And obviously, for Bruce Arians, he already has a setup as a great offensive coordinator in his in back in the day, working with guys like Roethlisberger and, and Andrew Luck, to the point now he's a head coach. And, and he wants to put his offense together and stuff. Hopefully, you know, hopefully it doesn't turn out to be a problem come game time the way this the way this game will go. Because I think that, you know, play you know, coaching's gonna be a, a factor in this game. Like I said, every we, we go through all the all the mooks and cranes of this game, you know, a very position. So like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens as we get down towards the, the end of the game here. How, how things could go. Because it could be a close game. I mean, if you look at their first meeting, 
you know, Tampa Bay made a comeback. They struggled early, obviously, but they made a comeback and got it down to one possession. But they made a mistake late in the game, and that helped Kansas City win that game. So, like I said, will it be close to what it was in their Week 12 meeting? We'll see. But obviously, you don't play the same game twice normally. So, it's going to be interesting to see how how the game plans are worked out and stuff. But nobody really should be nervous. It's, I mean, if you're Tampa Bay, most at least 60%, 70% of that roster has never played in this game. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they orchestrate how they orchestrate things because it's not only the biggest game of your entire life, you're at home. This is technically an all all sense of the purpose a real home game in the biggest game of the of your life. So, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how how Tampa Bay handles that kind of scenario. Yeah, well, um when you, you look at the last time these two teams played, like you said, Tyreek Hill went off early in the game, and um, and the Chiefs got out to a big lead. But generally, you look at last off season, last po- last postseason, and even this postseason to a lesser degree. But still, the Chiefs are a team that does typically tend to start off slow, and um, and and the Bucks are a team that is going to have to take advantage of that if if, if the Chiefs. Do get off this slow start. The the, the Bucks are going to have to get themselves out to a nice lead, and well, at least try to hold it. But um, but they are going to have to take advantage, and that's where coaching is going to come into play. Obviously, Bruce Arians, he's one of the best offensive coaches in the league. Um, Todd Bowles is a really good defensive coordinator. So I mean, they, they they got the coaches. So you know, if, if KC comes out and and gets off the slow start, the Bucks are gonna are gonna really need to um, build up some a little bit of a lead there because you do know that at some point the Chiefs offense will put up points. So yeah, and like I said, Todd Bowles, he's a smart guy. He's 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 been a solid defensive coordinator in this league. And obviously, he did a good job in in slowing down Aaron Rodgers two weeks ago in the and and obviously it's it it helped it helped out there that you know Tom Brady got his receivers well. But I but I'm looking at unsung heroes of this game and probably if you look at one one side, Scotty Miller is one receiver that a lot of people have come to know in this postseason. He's done very. He's done a he's done a very good job, and he's an unsung guy in this game. You know, this the Super Bowl is known for, you know, you know the big names, but the little names can make the biggest impact. And Sky Miller is one of those guys that I I have to look out for in this game. If you're if you're like Tyron Matthew or anybody else on that secondary, because obviously if you're gonna stop if you're gonna stop. Like I said, if you want to stop him, you're going to have to cover or even double cover him. But like I said, Brady knows what he, you know. Brady's not no slouch. He's been in this. He's been there, done that. He'll he'll find his receivers and get and get it and getting them into the end zone. So that's another thing Kansas City has to be careful of because Brady knows how to go off in a game like this. I mean, when he put when we when we won that Super Bowl against Brady, he threw for over 500 yards. So he's not. He's he, he if he has to throw for six hundred yards, 
he's not going to be afraid to to let the ball throw if he has to come from behind. Because Brady coming from behind is more dangerous than Brady ahead. So, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how this how the flow goes. Pretty much, these first the first quarter is going to tell a lot about how this game's going to go and how teams going to and how either team's going to adjust to it. So. Like I said, I mean, the bowels are, are there. The the bow lines are there, and it's going to be very interesting. Oh, yeah, another thing. Weather's going to be another factor. I've heard, I, I read that there's going to be some rain, potentially. You know, even though it's not summertime down there, and the, and the weather's normally fair, rain could play a role. It's possible, very possible on, on Sunday night, that, I mean, t- tonight, that's going to, that the rain could happen, so... So that plays a role in it as well. Yeah, we'll see how it how it um, how that turns out. Um, you know, it's they're really calling for rain more so in the afternoon. By game time, it's really not supposed to be much of anything. So, you know, they, they do, the ground could be wet, which could cause the wet ball. But overall, I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. Yeah, like I said, we we probably looked at most of all of the of the situations and all the all the all all, all the scenarios of what could happen on tonight. So, without further ado, your prediction. Well, man, um, like you said, the Chiefs came into Tampa, beat them once earlier this year. Um, I don't think there's really there's there's probably very few, if any, examples of um, a team losing twice to the same team on their home turf both times. Um, I'm sure there's some out there, but very few. And as you know, man, it's tough to sweep a Super Bowl caliber team just in general in in uh, two games. You know, in in a two game matchup. Over the course of the season, it's it's even tougher to win both those games on the road. So, um, you know, there's there's that going for the Bucks. There's also going for the Bucks um, the fact that I think the Bucks have a much better defense than the Chiefs. The Bucks can rush the passer, which the Chiefs have had some problems with lately. So. Um, you know that's one thing where if the Bucks do really need to um, take advantage of that injured Chiefs offensive line and get after Mahomes and cause him to make some mistakes. At the same time, as you know, with Tom Brady, you got you uh, you do have to pressure him, and I'm not so sure that the Chiefs are going to really be able to get after him. They're you know they're going to blitz him heavy. You know, Steve Spagnuolo has already beaten Brady in a Super Bowl before. So, um, you know, he, he, he knows how to get after Brady and, and pester him a bit. But, you know, they're, gonna, they're, they're not going to be able to win sort of uh, – they're not going to be able to win with just a four-man rush. They're going to have to blitz. And you know Spagnuolo loves to blitz, so that's not an issue. But still, um, if they're blitzing – they're going to have to get after Brady. They're going to have to win that line of scrimmage because if they don't, the, the Bucks have those receivers that can really go off. And if 
Brady has time with those receivers, he's going to pick that defense apart. Um, so, you know, I look at this one, man. It's going to be a tight game. But when I look at all the teams in the league, when it comes to a matchup against the Chiefs, the Bucks are one of the few teams that I would say have the skill position players on offense to actually keep up with the Chiefs if it turns into a shootout. At the same time, um, they also have a defense that's capable of keeping them in a game if, um, if the offense really isn't playing as well and at least giving him a shot. And as you know, anytime you give Tom Brady a shot in the playoffs to win a game, he almost always comes through. So, um, you know, like I said, this is the past versus the, the future. And for one more game, you know, I think Brady's got this. Brady knows this could be his last opportunity to win one more Super Bowl. I think he's gonna he's gonna be extra focused. You know, the the wife and kids have left town for the last two weeks. Basically, he's been living he's been living home alone, just focusing on football. And um, I think uh, I think he's I think he's gonna be locked in. I, I think he's gonna be in the zone. I don't see him turning the ball over much like he did against the Packers. And like I said, I think the Bucks are going to get out to a decent lead. Two scores, maybe like a 10-point lead or maybe even a 14-point lead. But um, the Chiefs will hang around in there. And um, it's going to be a tight game in the fourth quarter. But I think um, late in the game, Bucks will be up one score. Chiefs get the ball with a chance to either tie or win the game or take the lead, I should say, late in the game. And um, I think that Bucks defense is going to come up with a big uh, turnover. I think the pressure, the, the pass rush is going to get after Mahomes and force a bad throw, interception, and then Brady takes over. Bucks uh, run the clock out, and the Chiefs don't get another shot. So I'm going with the Bucks here. The final score is going to be 34-31. Well, like I said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see see how all the scenarios work out. I mean, we've done a lot of games with these with these two teams, and we've seen how these two teams work. And obviously, we're looking forward to what we'll see what happens here. Like I said, obviously, these two teams will not play similar to what they played in Week 12 in the same building with the same crew and everything else. But... Like I said, if Kansas City gets off to a slow start, which is very possible, I expect, you know, you know, Brady and them to pound the ball, run the ball. Like I said, we didn't even talk about how they're how the, the, who's gonna run the ball here. I mean you look at Ronald you look at Ronald Jones, he's obviously been carrying the rock a lot in this postseason with Fournette and even Shady McCoy, but we're not sure if if, if Shady's even gonna be playing in this game or not. But looking at it this way you know, they're going to try to do some things a little differently. Tampa Bay's going to do try to do some things a little differently offensively, but they know that Kansas City is one of the is one of the scariest teams. You can't keep Mahomes and the Rocket down. You just can't keep them down. Even if they go up two scores, we know how crazy how quickly Kansas City gets back in the games. We saw 
you know, we saw in the AFC Championship game, it looked like the Bills were in control for for a little bit, but then within like five minutes, it the game completely not only they took off, they, it was it got out of hand. So, if you look at it this way, Tampa Bay is going to have to do what they have to do defensively to stop Patrick Mahomes. They're going to have to put four guys on him, and he's going to have, and they're going to have to make him pay. They're going to have to try to get that weakness of the left tackle, since they will be using a different left tackle, and he's good. They're going to have to figure something out. And why it might work a little bit. Remember, we watched last year's Super Bowl. Kansas City was it was put in a corner by the 49ers. And they even picked him off with 10 minutes left in that game. But then somehow Mahomes, that offense, they found a way to, to, dig, to dig deep. And by the end of the game, the game went 360 degrees different. And like I said, Tampa Bay, like I said, this is a big deal. And maybe they're surprised that they're in the Super Bowl to think, but then again, it's Tom Brady. You're expected to be in this position, but obviously, you know, are they are their teams strong enough? Are they tough enough? Another thing is the AFC has been the best conference. You and I can agree to that. Eighteen half of the teams won ten games, so there's no slouch. You have to you gotta play hard. So when you look at when you look at the scenarios, and I look at everything around there. Like I said, I can see Tampa Bay controlling this game for a while. I do. But if they can't stop Mahomes in the fourth quarter, there's not a damn thing they can do about it. There may not be a damn thing they can do. I could see Mahomes going off. I could see him putting putting together score, you know, a couple of scores. And this game doesn't even get to overtime. It may actually end in the fourth quarter with with another with another Lombardi trophy. Going back to Kansas City, Andy Reid puts himself, solidifies himself as one of the rare court head coaches to win multiple Super Bowls. And Patrick Mahomes already has a Hall of Fame resume, only three seasons in as a starter. So when I look at it, I really believe that this is this is it. You know, this is gonna be it's gonna be a battle, it's gonna be a war, but I'm going with the Chiefs here. I think that. Like I said, I went with them last year and I was right. And I believe my scenario is going to work out the same way. So, Kansas City repeats and legacies are built. Tampa Bay and Brady will have to try again next year in in his farewell tour. So, Kansas City repeats. Super Bowl champs once again beat Brady on his home floor. And the final score... 40 to 33. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a high scoring affair. 40 to 33 would fit right in their in their wheelhouse for for it. So, still going to be a hell of a game. It's going to be a hell of a game and we shall see. Yeah, man, we'll find out soon. But that's all we have. Like I said, that's all we have. You know. That's all we have for this this talk, and like I said, join us this coming Wednesday, our finale, our finale for the for the season, as we talk about the the off the off season. We'll look back at who won this game, the news, the, what happened, and what happened, and 
I'm going to give you the scenario of quarterbacks that will be on the move this year, this offseason. And unfortunately, Carson Wentz is probably one of them. So, but that's... I would say fortunately, not unfortunately. But like I said, he's not going to be the only one. There's already been a, a major trade. We'll talk about that, obviously. So that's on Wednesday's program. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy all the all the glitz and glamour. It's not going to be like it used to be. It's not like what it's been because of, of this era, this pandemic. But we've reached the finish line, and that's very important for this league and for everybody else. So I hope all y'all enjoyed it, and have a good night. Or like say, have a good night. Enjoy the games tonight, folks. <laughs>